0: it all comes down to the same procedure. It's like the more social you can be, you will make more connections, The more connections. You have more opportunities, more opportunities, say yes to them, you know, even to grandma's pizza, and you will start to build a social circle within that's in within five days. That's a really short amount of time.
1: All right. Hey, guys, welcome back to the South Talk podcast, where we create the new mindset with your host, Marcus Sally. Thank you guys for listening, watching, viewing and subscribing. I'm very happy to introduce Sam Matheson, he's a social life coach, and he's the host of the number one social dynamics podcast in the world called Sampled. This man can help you boost your social circle, establish amazing relationships, develop business alliances, and improve your dating life. He's also the founder of the Social Life Mentoring, where he helps men to become the leaders of their social circle. He's also from Australia.
0: Um, so welcome to the podcast. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I, uh, I, uh, I was just thinking. I was like, wow, that's an introduction. I'm like, yeah, I actually do do all those things. I was like, yeah, it does sound familiar.
1: <laughs> and so he can swim fast because uh, he lives in Australia. There's a lot of
0: that's sharks there. That's it, man. There. Like ride kangaroos. Uh, what else do we got? We can, you know, throw 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 boomerangs. What else can we do? Like, I think the whole world thinks Australians can do like a lot of things <laughs> that Australians can't do. <laughs> I love we're, to go. We're pretty simple people. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um,
1: so, kind of in the beginning, I, based on my research, you're very interested in like social dynamics. You're very into self development and networking and social circles. And so, 100%. can you take me back and kind of share a little bit about your story and
0: how you got into this? Yeah, man. Yeah. So basically, I'll give you a bit of a rundown. So, when I was a kid, I wanted to become a professional golfer. It was my only dream in life. It was like that's what I wanted to do. And from the age of two. I picked up a golf club and that's all I wanted to do. Right. So after getting, getting put into a, all boys Catholic school, a lot of my trouble with like socializing, especially attraction with uh, say girls, you know, that young age where boys have this, like all the, all the hormones, all the testosterone, and they want to interact and, and associate. And, I kind of were around 14, 15, realized that I was having trouble in that area. I wasn't developing like the other kids. And then I came to to realize I was starting to get bullied because I was short. And then it kind of, the whole of high school, it's kind of, I had struggles with understanding why the cool kids were the, the way they are, why people how the people interacted, why there was a dominance hierarchy in, in schools, you know, why were the cool kids cool? Why were the not cool kids not cool? And I didn't understand. I couldn't, I couldn't read. I couldn't read the social cues. I couldn't understand what was going on. And what had happened was after all my time being isolated uh, on the golf course, talking to Margaret and, and Jim, who were 60 and 70 years old, no problem. I had no problems there talking kids my age, I had a real struggle, I didn't know how to communicate properly. And so when you have a lack of communication skills, especially in high school, that's where you know, some bullying can happen and all these things. And that kind of progressed. And it never really got better. I got into to after high school, it still was there. Obviously, it was a little better. I was able to communicate, but I couldn't approach a girl. I couldn't talk to you know a a person that I wanted to. I remember I even like tried I hired a guy that was a cool kid in my school just because I was like the manager of a a men's fashion store. And I was like, oh maybe I can befriend him like this. And so basically I I didn't know I didn't know how it worked. and And it was a crazy sort of journey. And then I got a girlfriend, I got broken up with, and that kind of spiraled me into what I did for about four or five years. So after the breakup, I, I, I didn't know how I got the girl. And then I realized I had to look back that every person in my life, friends, or maybe a person I was attracted to only came into my life because they chose to. I never attracted them or I never, you know, was able to bring people into my reality. It was always they chose. And after they kind of broken up, I saw people leave my my circle. I saw people just choose not to be friends with me, and I just saw a girlfriend not want to be my girlfriend anymore. So, I, it really really struck me down. So I, I got uh, really really depressed. I got addicted to you know a drug called Rest of It, which was a sleeping medication. And from there, I kind of was at a bottom. I was I was lost. I didn't know where to go. You know, I hit that bottom where you know, life didn't really, really make sense. I was trying to, I was medicating myself to sleep because I couldn't sleep because I was so wrapped up in this girl. And we, we call it in the industry, we call it one So I was so wrapped up in one girl that I thought we were going to have kids and get married and all these kind of, a lot of, a lot of people experience those kind of things. They're like, Oh, you know, this is my one true love. And, and so this is where my whole passion for social dynamics really started. So once I hit that bottom, I was very, very lucky that, you know, I was able to find a company that were teaching social skills. So being able, to kind of relate to people being able to understand self-awareness and how you relate to other people and how by saying certain things people feel different emotions than you do and you know being able to lead a conversation maybe to get a phone number from a girl that you might be attracted to or befriend a high status individual or just make some new friends really and so that journey took me you know very very far took me about 35 countries I approached about 10,000 strangers in that period and over that time I was able to learn a lot of things, able to learn how to interact with people able to learn how to read a situation, read a room, know what people were thinking. And so over that time, as you you can see, you know, a long time, I ended up uh, getting hired by the company that saved me. I taught this to millions of men and women worldwide, 35 countries. And then from there, after getting, you know, a few relationships, Corona hit and I thought, you know what, I'm going to start my own company. So I've been doing this since 2011, 2012 teaching people all around the world how to improve their social life. And now the way that social dynamics has really flipped on its head after Corona, a very big emphasis is being placed on making a collective a group of friends a social circle like i call it. building your social network is very very important nowadays even even 2014 2015 2016 it was important but it wasn't so important now it's good it possibly is the number one thing in order to become a person that has an amazing lifestyle you know you can leverage your social circle you know the term your net worth is your network you know your network is your net worth you know so it, it is it is very uh if not more important now to cultivate a, a friend circle to cultivate a, a group of like-minded people not only to push you to get to your goals and 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 to be the best version of who you are but you know you can also leverage that to to do fun and you know exciting activities go on a boat you know have some friends around you because i remember you know i heard a quote you know nine-year-old at the end of the day he was like you know if i could if i could you know, get rid of anything. It's like stuff, the business stuff, anything. I just want to have my close friends and my family around me. And that's really all that mattered. So after hearing a lot of the, the veterans and the, and the old people talk about that, the friendship and and camaraderie and having a, a confidant and a best friend and, and this connection between two people and my years of uh, doing social dynamics, I understood that human connection and human behavior and social dynamics and two people interacting like we are right now is pretty much really you know one of the only things that really matters and as yeah. we said you've had we've had the whole of corona and no one no one's been able to interact they've, they've felt what it feels like to be socially isolated
1: yeah and i think it's a lot more difficult right now to kind of create those social, social circles um and i also think like you're talking about kind of the pain you had in your past and how you kind of cultivated the skills you needed to deal with that pain and i think is it, is it right to say that you're that's like the driving force and your motivation to even ten, do those ten thousand approaches because yeah. normally
0: people don't do that, right? No, no, no. Normally, like you know, again, you know, no one does that. I was, I was obsessed with, uh, with understanding and wanting to learn because I saw. How every sort of approach that I would do, every sort of uh, interaction I would have with a a potential, maybe it was a girl, maybe it was a guy, you know, with the girls I was attracted to, I would see my progression, see how I would get better interacting with the opposite sex. And, And for the females listening, you know, one of the things they understand is that a guy, you know, especially, you know, I was about 16, 17, 18. I really didn't have much value in the world i didn't i didn't you know i had no social skills so it made it hard to get jobs interact with people in my workplace so i really didn't have anything so it, it was a it was a, a must-have like i had to learn social skills everyone talks about like oh you know it's creepy to learn social skills you know marcus you know what the the first weirdest thing is people that don't learn social skills it's like everything we do is interaction human interaction Communication yeah yeah 100 like no no matter if you're doing the business what we're doing anything talking we can communication
1: maybe, we can maybe define like what is the pro a what is a approach it's kind of just going up on, up to someone you don't know normally a girl for guys and just say hello um
0: yeah 100%, and so, like that so, yeah that stranger you know that that mm-hmm. intimidation you know i i urge anyone go challenge yourself tomorrow and see what no, comes up literally see that person that you might be attracted to or, or a random person on the street and go up and talk to them watch the anxiety start to come yeah. up that most people feel it's 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 common you know and yeah, i think in, and you know, your expertise
1: is kind of like building those social circles and normally we kind of just have the social circle we're born into and that's probably like five ten people and people in school yeah. and maybe in sports um yeah and so and I heard you were talking about the concept of kind of opening up your pool to more people. And so could you give some insight in how, how can you go about that? How can you start to open that pool to more people?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, so Marcus, what, what are you interested in? What do you like to do outside of, you know, sort of your job? Let's just say, so what do you working like?
1: Working out, socializing. Yep. I love going out. I love traveling.
0: Um, mm-hmm. I love doing the podcast. Yeah. So yeah, there's a, there's things that you like that a lot of other people like to do, which is you know common. And so I've been I've been actually meddling with this idea recently that communities communities w- which we are you know bi- biological nature like the, the human evolution is that we've evolved from 150 people tribes back in the day 10,000 BC 150 people tribes. And what's happened is that with the increase of social media celebrities and rappers and this and that have filled spots that uh you know in the back in the day where in the 50s and 60s and 70s 90s 50s sixties, 70s people used to go out and celebrate and, and go out and know the neighbors and go out you know the kids used to know the neighbor's kids and all these kind of communities we were in now has been very secluded and sheltered within just us like you know basically back in the day you know, take the 80s, you would know the local butcher, you would know the local chef, you'd know like all these things. But now these kids, the local butcher is not the local butcher, it's Gordon Ramsay on Instagram that's who they are. So they're starting to replace, uh, and this is the idea I've been meddling with is like, they're starting to replace the people that they want to connect with for online connections. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's, it's birthing web 3.0, it's birthing the metaverse, it's birthing descent, like, you know, the sandbox and all these kind of, you know, uh, virtual realities, but nothing replaces, uh, you know, human to human interaction. The best thing that we have, you know, like we're, we're doing right now, We're having an interview, we're getting to know each other, but there's just one step removed from that one-on-one. If you were in the room with me, you know, that dynamic, that sort of vibe. And so, so what, what it is, is about now taking a step back from all that and starting to be like, okay, well, how can I build my communities in my local area now with the whole, the whole last two years we've had, it's been an attack against socializing. It's been an attack against the people around you are hurting you. The people around you are doing all these things. And although, you know, it had merit don't get me wrong. Now, after the, after the years we've had it, it's starting to have a detrimental effect on people and you're noticing and I'm noticing and everyone's noticing that they're having, you know, maybe they don't, they don't have as close connection with their friends. Maybe they're not, they haven't made a new friend in a long time. Maybe they haven't, you know, had anyone that they've been attracted to for a long time and you're noticing the ramifications. So what I do is, you know, the number one thing is like, okay, well, look at the communities that you're in maybe start to increase your community. So one of the things I tell people, especially guys go to the gym don't wear headphones and they're like what no man like i need to <laughs> I need to listen i need to listen to you know kodak black i need to listen to my music my rap music or this or that and i'm like Listen, look, you can do your deadlifts and your squats to normal Taylor Swift music or normal genetic music, but it gives you an opportunity to talk to people, start up that conversation that, you know, taking your headphones off that one two milliseconds or one to two, you know, seconds that it takes, you're missing the opportunity you could interact with someone. And so we're kind of, we, we're, we've we come in this like comatose of like, I want to be solo and singular, where we really need to be spreading out and being like, you know, our neighbor is a friend again. Our, the people we see in our communities are our friends. The more you switch to that mentality, you'll see just a just just one thing that that's all it is. Yeah. Saying hello to the people in your community, you'll notice your your the people you know just increase by that. It's just like the law of averages, you know, the more people you talk to, the more eventually you'll run into them more and you'll talk to them and stuff like that. But we take them through a step-by-step process, how to actually like build that, become a connector, be able to, you know, if you know someone um that i might need you know in my sort of world in which i live in you might connect us and now you're the connector and the benefits of our relationship now are positively you know on you which is cool so all these kind of sort of little things that i'll I'll try to explain you know what i mean i'll try to make it simple for everyone but it is a very simple concept it's just that we've been so we've been so locked in it's it's
1: it's People, I think, believe that it, that, like, building your social circle, it can be very hard and difficult, and you have to be do these big things. So you have to travel to new places, or so you have to do. And I kind of really like your just simple take off your headphones in the gym because it's so simple yeah. and everyone can do it. Um, and so the difference is if if you're going to do it or you're going to listen to Kodak Black or or not.
0: Yeah. yeah, those simple little things, they they really do add up. You know, like um, I'll give you another, another one that's really, really simple. Instead of going to the, you know, the self-service, everyone goes in and you, you've done what I've done it. Self-service or there's a a checkout dude or a checkout chick. And it's like, we, we go, oh, look, I don't want any social boom straight to the self-service, right? Instead of having a human interaction with someone, um, you know and I'm thinking pre even pre 2019 we still used to do this you know what I mean we still like the sheltered bubble life but it's like we're missing out on social interaction that's just something you talk to them hey how's it going and, and I did little things like I, I I love one of the things I love doing is people in the industry life so like if they're a waiter or a bartender or a checkout dude or a checkout chick or someone that's working I like to get them out of their work mood yeah. you know they're like yep hi how are you and I will just say something unexpected I would just be like you know just just try to get them out of it you know i was just like who's the craziest person we have had in today and you'll see him like light up a little Mm. bit all those little things that you can do that like make that person's day or just give a little bit of energy or positivity and they start to remember you. And even that, that's, a, that's a thing that we like to call the familiar face theory. So basically, if you go to a certain place over and over again, start to know the people in the areas because you never know. Oh, I've got discounts on groceries. I've got oh, free freebies. Take all these. Oh, this person. You never know what you can get. You don't do it because of that reason. You just do it because you, you want to be social. The more you're social, the more you gain momentum at being social. That's it. Mm and
1: and and the only thing kind of value you offer is just that positivity and that energy right because people think yeah. oh, i i have to build up a certain persona before and then i can start to build that social circle but then people want positive emotions and people want mm-hmm. that energy and like you said at the restaurant I'm- that's the only thing you kind of provide is and people love it
0: yeah man like it, it's just it's it, to me again i've taught myself to be like that because i i've been in the opposite where I'm totally unhappy, totally just in despair. And the thought of like talking to that person is like, fuck, no, I don't want to do that. (laughs) That's the last thing I'd want to do. So I understand. And, you know, we, we talk about like, there's a whole culture behind everything that I, that I've taught. It's like, You know, number one, if you are in that sort of space, if you are, you know, not wanting to talk to people, you know, you don't see the point. That's one big thing. Oh, I don't see the point. Like, you don't see the point interaction. And I'm like, okay, let's look at your lifestyle. Let's cultivate an ecosystem where you're actually getting positive emotions from the things that you're doing so that you're overjoyed with happiness and serotonin, dopamine, and you want to spread that to other people you you don't want to shelter that you know great great analogy if you do if you do MDMA you understand that because you start calling everybody and it's like I love you so much I love you, <laughs> and, you and it's overflowing with you so you know if, if someone's like you know that's not me and I'm like okay let's look at your lifestyle let's build some pillars some things like going to the gym like you do eating healthy looking after yourself taking like you know caring for yourself those pillars that actually start to produce Happy emotions start to actually make you a little bit happier. You know, uh, you know, not taking that short-term gratification like booze and alcohol and drugs and all these things, these short highs, start to look into your meditation, start to look into your Wim Hof, start to look in the cold showers, the, the, the long play, long term, you don't get the instant gratification of a state change. And that means like when you take booze, you're you could be depressed and then you drink and then you're happy. That's a state change you know, but they're dirty highs. They're dirty kind of things. We want to, we want to start to cultivate these things that make us happy over time. And I know that you do it, you know, like, you know, anyone with a podcast, anyone with a, with is looking to help other people, your bucket's full, you know, by you just wanting to help other people. I know that your bucket's you know pretty full.
1: Mm. Yeah. And I think it's also like the, the, the skill of social skills, especially nowadays is just becoming more rare. It's a lot more rare, and and because especially because of Corona, we just talk to yeah. less people, and it feels like that drag to just even just talk to someone to a stranger. And yeah. for the people who can really develop that skill, it's super powerful because the bar is so low. And so if you can just start to develop that for for a year or two years, you can really see the shift start happening.
0: Yeah, I always talk. I always I always talk about it. it's like you know. Uh, in Australia, we have spiders and, and mum and dad always told us, oh, the spider's more scared of you. And that's very similar to like how, you know, if you want to go up and talk to that person that you might be attracted to, that might be a cool business dude. You just want to ask him about his business or something. Or just you want to talk up in that meeting. Everyone else is, is so fixated on their own life. It's almost like that spider. They're, they're scared of you more than you are of them. So if you step out of that social norm, they're much. They're willing to talk to you because it's so unexpected, especially in the daytime. Man, you know, you have some some amazing sort of um, sort of reactions from people you go up to, and you're like, oh, that made my day. You like, you know, the, the the amount of times that the people like you made my day just coming up and saying hello. It's because it's so out of the social so norm. Yeah, and you know, as I said, I, I urge everyone just to do it once. You know, this week once and see the reaction uh, from other people, and they're 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 surprised, and it's like. Is like the Matrix. You know, when Neo's walking down, everyone's just like stone-faced, unhappy. Look in the look in the city that you probably all I live in, both of us. Everyone's freaking unhappy. They're sad. They're miserable. They got a frown on their face. It's like you are different than that, man. You're going to see some some people want to gravitate towards you because yeah, you want to stand out. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You're going to be Neo.
1: With also like when you're talking about the concept of like uh, if when the, the bucket is full, you, you, the mm-hmm. kind of the next step is you want to share that. And so mm-hmm. I, for my sake, I, I can't really pinpoint the steps I started or had to do to kind of fill that bucket. It's like, it's a combination of like working out, meditation, going out and socializing mm-hmm. part of this podcast and doing all this, taking care of my health. And yep. so it's, it's, it's a really tricky concept of like, okay, how do I fill my bucket? When, when is that, that positivity is just going to share? Um, yeah. And can you yeah. talk about kind of the, the simple steps you made to kind of help
0: people to fill that bucket? Mm, definitely. I wasn't always like this. Uh, just just to put out there, I wasn't like this. I think um, the biggest shift that I've seen, especially within myself, is finding your purpose. That's number one. Especially um, in terms of uh, my masculinity as a man, you know, my, my drive to want to provide for my family, my drive to want to be the best version of myself has definitely come when I've got more aligned with my purpose. Before this, I was doing e-commerce, right? And I had a lot of people and they were like, it's just not you. And I'm like, yeah, it is me. It is me. Trust me. I'm doing all the research. And they can just tell, like I had people and they were just like, no, it's just not you. And I was trying to prove to them. I'm like, yeah, I'm totally committed. And and sometimes in in some people can read things outside of you that you're not in harmony and you're not in alignment. And so we call that congruence, like your congruency, right? So your alignment between your mind, body, and spirit. So some people can really see it. And sometimes we, as a, as a human being, we have confirmation biases and we kind of lie to ourselves a little bit. Or a lot of the time, because again, it's just like, if you think about your thoughts, you're like, in my head, I'm always right. I'm never wrong, right? That's a great one. I'm always right. And you're, you're thinking, you're like, hang on, like physically and like emotionally and spiritually, I cannot be right all of the time, but in my head, I always am. So I start to learn these different things that I'm like, okay, well, I've got confirmation bias. Um, I'm not viewing myself. I'm not speaking my truth. I'm not in alignment between my body and body and spirit. So when I got more into what I'm doing now, again, everyone was like, yeah, this is you. I can tell. So if you've had people like, oh, you should be doing this. or should be doing that. Try those things out. Definitely. Cause a lot of times strangers can see us from a, a different view. It's like a doctor, a doctor can't diagnose himself because he's finding so many little nuances that another doctor doesn't see you know, it's self-diagnosis, like the worst thing. It's like when you, when you go on a Google and you type in your symptoms, it always comes <laughs> to death, just death. And you're like, Oh God. <laughs> and you're it's yeah. like my toes broken death. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, oh, but yeah. So, so, so going back to your question, um, it would, uh, finding your purpose is one of the biggest and the greatest things that people could find, you know, whether that's the purpose for their twenties, their thirties, their forties, who knows if we ever find our purpose and what it is, it's just something that we enjoy to do. And, um, and at the end of the day, everything's going to feel like work eventually. You know what I mean? It's like when you, when you do put in the time and effort, it's going to be grueling. You're going to be times where you're doing well, you're not doing well, but it's those long-term visions, that, that purpose, that ultimate goal. I'm a very big advocator in goal setting and, and more long-term visions and, and actually playing a picture of out of like where you are going to be in five, 10 years, visualizing and all these kind of things. But in order to, to fill that bucket, um, I actually did a long post today how, how there's so many aspects where you fill your bucket of happiness or feel your bucket of self-worth or entitlement or, or confidence and all these kind of different things. It really, really comes down to um, I like to do a set challenges and actually complete those challenges. That's what gives me the greatest confidence because in, 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 a lot of people go through day-to-day life in this durt state, right? They're just der like they're not thinking, they're not self-aware. they're basically running on autopilot. They're running in uh, you like to say the matrix or something like that. They're running an autopilot, right. And so what I like to do is snap at, snap people out of that with an idea of like, okay, you know, give yourself a target. And that's why like things like the 75 hard, if you've ever seen the 75 hard, in you know, the fitness challenge, that's why it's taken on global effect. It's because like at the end of the 75 hard, people are so kind of their outlook on themselves are so different. They're so proud of themselves for the first time in their whole life. They stuck to something because it's a great kind of like time frame. 75 days is a really good day. So I see them and they start and they're slow. And they if they keep persevering, the person that's like, from day one to day 75 is a completely different person. They're fulfilled. They've, they've had a purpose, a singular purpose, and they've worked towards it. And so that's what that's what I like to do. It might be the 75 hard for you. I don't know who it is. It's specific for every single person, but actually searching out these things that you can go after with a little bit. You know, you're not going to get that short-term gratification. You go on TikTok, you're going to get short-term gratification, stimulus, stimulus, stimulus. You read a book, totally different thing you're not getting the stimulus but you find i know i have definitely read books that are more captivating than any tv show i've ever read any single thing i remember i, I read green lights by matthew mcconaughey last year yeah and i literally listen i yeah i listened to it and read it in one sitting because it was the most fascinating book ever you read it too it's fucking phenomenal and you're like okay but you you tell you tell like a 20 year old kid that and they're not going to understand because they, they're so used to the loop of dopamine right you know just tiktok and this and three second world we live in which is fine don't get me wrong that's the way culture goes you know it's like why do why does uber succeed taxis because it's faster we save time you know and that's what humans always love to save time you know what i mean mm. so that's why tiktok works so but learning how to uh have a purpose and delay gratification delay that end result all the way to the end delay it past you know the the, the little bits of gratification we get from tiktok instagram this that and start to Learn how to forego that gratification for a longer period. You'll feel better about yourself, especially you know. Take the example seventy five hard. In the seventy five days, people are just a different person. Yeah,
1: because it's tricky with with each person's. It's different, right? The things Mm -hmm. you fulfill a certain person is, and that can be something completely different to a a different person. And so, it's 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 like some some for some people that can be working out, for some people that can be meditation, and for some other people that can be. Uh, going in nature and so it's kind of I think the biggest step is just starting getting awareness of what do you want and what do you like and what kind of makes you happy in some way and so and and I really like the idea you were talking about blind spots earlier and so Mm -hmm. because it's a lot easier for for a third perspective to kind of watch how your emotions and watch kind of the things you're doing wrong and so I always encourage people to kind of just get that coach it's just Mm -hmm. a lot easier for them to kind of and like for you for example with you with social circles um you can more easily watch the mistakes people are doing from a third perspective and that is what kind of creates those results a lot more faster and so yeah i i really like that they just or the encouragement encouragement of just getting that uh coach in just any area of life
0: definitely you're you're so right there it's so pivotal and, um, you know, all of my success, like I've had coaches, you know, it's like i you don't get there by yourself. By yourself. <laughs> you really don't. And that's, you know, when uh, I talked about, I was talking about today and communities, it's like I'm looking in, in Web 3.0, NFTs, crypto, and all that kind of thing. And if you have a look, the more involved in the community you are, the more knowledge you know. And it's so crazy. and 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 I, I like this idea of like, you know, communities actually coming together it's like i'll give an example people people look really down upon cults but cult is actually like a form of culture you know cult is actually the short form of culture and a culture is like where you can be part of the group you can feel be fulfilled and that's what a lot of these people do especially if you've ever played call of duty you've ever played any of those kind of games where they actually like the whole game is a culture the whole game is rigged so you have your primal drivers your things that keep you going fulfilled you know uh your your um level of like ascension in life you know the the more effort you put in the better you get maybe if the guns get better you start to unlock some other ones you get a sense of community because everyone Playing it is playing the one thing together, and so I have a look at all these things, and I'm like, okay, well, the more someone can can put themselves in a culture, whether it's like, say, who knows what it is? It might be the library, it might be um, it might be mountain biking, it might be train watching, it might like, I'm trying to think of abstract things, magic, um, it might be you know horse racing and learning, you know, or or statistical math or something, or you know, quantum physics. If you can surround yourself with people that like the same thing you do it's so crazy how you have that sense of fulfillment and uh because you, you like the you know that you, you want to network in your own field I, I talk about like introverts i'm like you know they, they sometimes refer introverts to like maybe uh, geeky or nerdy people you know, a little bit more and i don't really think that is because i'm like if you have you ever seen these people when they're in their element yeah they're like a they're totally like different their person yeah, they're totally different, you know, whether it's, you know, they're, 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 they're cursing down someone that just shot them down on cod or something like that, or or whether they're giving a presentation on, you know, uh, electrons or something. They're so animated so extrovert. And you're like, wow, that's a, it's so crazy. And so a lot of the time, you know, I look at it and I'm like, okay, well, you know, that person is like that when they're discussing their, their topic, they're into it, they love it. How do I take that person to you know the, the what they have when they're presenting into their life because the person that they are presenting is them and the other person that they are is not them it's like the society has like attacked them and put them into this like kind of bubble and all the f- filters and all the shields come down when they're talking about their thing because they know it inside and out so that's what I really do. I look at those person. That's That gives you the best joy because you, you look at someone like that and you actually start to be able to take that personality into other areas. That's when they get a sense of fulfillment because now they're getting inclusion into different things. And uh, yeah, it, it's just fascinating when it comes down to it. It's just like uh, finding communities really yeah. does build character you know, within or you. Or creating
1: it, like both. I think uh, for my sake, it's like, I, I really couldn't find that community in the beginning that I kind of wanted. And so, mm-hmm. and especially now with social media, you can kind of create your own community and kind of, of find people that yeah. that is similar, interested in the same things, especially if it's niche. It's hard yeah. to find that in, in your own city, right? And especially if you live in Europe or Australia or yeah, some other place, yeah. it's like. Uh, but but I also think people can maximize their opportunities, like you were talking about in you, the mm. communities you you are already in, right? So yeah, yeah exactly. that's real cool. Um, so uh, if if we go back to like kind of social circles, um, yeah, yeah, I, I think I think you did this, but um, I'm gonna ask the question anyways. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you have to rebuild your social circle in a new city, yeah. <laughs> What would you do? I, so, I just did
0: that. Yeah, I just did this. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. And I, so um, it's kind of like, yeah,
1: Yeah, what would you have to do if you have to rebuild your social circle like you did if you moved to a new city? If you if you had to, what are kind of like the steps you, you
0: were you would say to a, to a person who just uh, moved? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so a lot of people, you know, I have, there are competitors that do it and they have their, their, their one, two and three should do this, 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 and this, but you take Sam, you put Sam in um, let's do, let's do uh, Rome, Italy, right, right now. So Sam's dropped in there, Italy in a foreign country. doesn't speak, you know, the land, what I'm doing. Number one is, so I, I look at it and I look, I look at kind of the, the outlay of the, topography of of rome and i have a look and i'm like on google maps and google reviews and all this and i just try to find where the best places are so i might go okay where are the best restaurants in rome where is the best nightclubs where um because i got i got no idea what the culture is right people can say you got to throw a party you got to do this got to do that it's depending on how long i'm there so give me a time frame of like six months right six months in rome italy now it gives me a bit of breathing room. I'm not always chasing my tail, being like, oh my God, every single day, I have to make new friends, new friends, new friends. Right? But the, be that as I'm in the heart of the city, I live there. I'm starting to know the culture, which is number one. So obviously it's a bit different to Brisbane, Australia to Rome, but I will day one, start to, to do my research, you know, maybe of a night, day two, I walk the streets, I start to know anyone and I start to say hello to everybody that's number one. I'm starting to say hello. I'm starting to know, okay, well, if I go downstairs, there's a pizza shop, there's a coffee shop. I know what time they open. I'm starting to know, I might have a look. I'm like, oh, okay. They have good coffee. I could come here. I could do some work. Um, I start to go. I'm like, okay, where's the, you know, I might ask someone, oh, excuse me, where's the the nightclubs, you know, and then be like, oh, you know, you got to go down here and do that. Okay, cool. Because Rome is very walkable. So now I've used a bit of, history from my brain being like Rome's very walkable. So I should walk, you know, everywhere. So I might go to the Capitol Theater, like you know, I might go to the Capitol area, I might go everywhere. So I'm just starting to find my thing. Then I would, you know, day two, day three, I would start to go to the nightclubs. I would start to go to the cafes. I'd start to go to the restaurants, right? And I would start to ask questions. And this is this is this is like you're three days in, you're just asking questions. You got no idea. You know, you could you could run you could run, I know people run Instagram ads being like, who's in Rome, you know, hit me up. And so they've got people DMing them and stuff like that. You can do that, you know, but if you're if you're cutting social media off for me completely, I'll, I'll do it in two ways. I'll do what to do in social media, what to do just by yourself, no social media, no social media. I'm starting to build my kind of, there was a TV show called Altered Carbon. It's my favorite TV show. They call it the last envoy. The envoy goes from planet to planet and builds a tribe of people devoted to his cause right so that's what you kind of do you're building your tribe and you're building your the people you know that that's main one using the familiar face theory so you're going to go back over and over and over again so you might choose a coffee shop because they have good coffee then you just start to talk to people you get to know maybe that's the manager that's the waitress that's that you might ask them which are the best nightclubs which are the nightclubs that tourists don't go to uh and they might tell you and you're like oh when do you go Blah, blah blah and you'll get one or two invites just from doing that method just from talking to people, literally, you know, the waiters, the, the baristas, all those kind of people, because again, they're the people that like the party too. Don't get me wrong. They love to party, you know what I mean? So then I would go to the nightclubs, a few different things I would do. I'm getting to know, I wanna know the hierarchy of the nightclub scene. Basically, I wanna know what the best nightclubs are, what the best aren't. I'm doing that because imagine if I said to you, hey, there's a place where 100 to 200 people, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, go to uh, that wanna be social. You know that's the whole reason why and Matt, but you you don't like, do you want to go there or not? And people will be like, Yeah, I want to go there, everyone wants to be social. Well, I'm like, that's a nightclub, you know. People are like I hate nightclubs. I'm like, the whole reason is like to get drunk and socialize. Basically, that's the whole reason why people are there dance and have a good time. So I'm like, Why wouldn't you want to go there? So you go there, you might um, you know, again, you could drink, you cannot drink. I really recommend not drinking because you're building those experiences of interacting with people, getting over your nerves, sober, which, which kind of lay on top of your personality rather than your drunk personality or your drunk, low inhibitions. So I'm starting to, I might talk to the bouncer. I might to get to know him. Um, I'm I'm not excluding anybody. And the reason why I do this, is because you never know, you don't know who who they are right? So I'm starting to, I would get to know the bouncer. I do a few techniques. What I would do with the bouncer, I want to get in with the bouncer. So maybe I have access to the nightclub quicker. Um, I would ask them, do do they want water or do they want Red Bull? It costs about six to eight bucks, maybe in Las Vegas costs 25 because Las Vegas prices are ridiculous, but you would just go and get one and go, Hey bro, here's, here's a Red Bull for you boom now you're in the now you've got a soft spot maybe with the manager you can do that with with the security guard now you've got a soft spot so if you go back to there they're going to recognize your face oh they'll they'll say you know uh, aussie boy or something you know they'll call me some nickname and they'll come through come through start to get to know the people now you can see like in in four days you've cultivated some people you know what i mean and 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 most times you do that you're going to have opportunities or you're going to know opportunities where people can talk to you and say you should come here or I'm having this I'm having that the more social you are the more people want to hang out with you it's very very, very common the more you're just like oh I'm new in town and blah blah blah. I want to check it out I do this what are you doing you you take a general interest in the other person which is you know if you've read um you know how How to win friends and influence people uh, general interest in other people they you've given them an emotion and so they want to do this thing called reciprocity which is they want to give in return it's like if i gave you something you will want to give me in return you feel in debt so when i give them happy emotions when i give them laughter when i'm like oh i'm just you know a tourist you know don't mind like I, i make fun i enjoy i as i said before i get them out of their work mode they're like, I want to hang out with this dude. This dude's cool. Because again, everyone wants more friends. Everyone wants cool people. Don't get me wrong. No, like I don't get me wrong. Everyone wants them. So if you are that cool individual, that's like, you know, just enjoying themselves, having a great time, joking around, there's going to be opportunities that present yourself. Oh, we're having a party here. You should come to this nightclub. And you just take your opportunities. When you go traveling, I do the 30 main uh, thirty day yes man challenge. I just say yes to everything. Yo, do you want to come eat pizza with my grandma? Yeah, I guess you yeah. never know <laughs> because you don't know that the, the the element of the element of uh, unexpectedness randomness is there, you know, and that's what traveling is. So for four or four, five days without social media, that's what I'm doing. I'm just kind of doing that add in being able my ability to be able to cold approach. Maybe a uh, cute girl might be, you know, walking around, talk to her, but if you're cutting social media off and I've got to do it with my personality, that's the way I'm doing it. I'm building a tribe of people in my local network from there. I meet their friends from there. I meet their friends. And so, it really comes down to the way that I'm presenting myself. That's why my podcast is called sampled a sample of your personality, being able to present yourself in such a way. That's a good representation of yourself. That's not different than who you are is a really good way to get to know people. Now, the if i'm to do it in social media it's a completely different strategy if you put me into a space where i have social media in terms of like uh, i've got the same instagram followers i've got now the same sort of clout, the same sort of things or even a bit less it doesn't matter it's like if i've got a if i've got a good looking profile if i don't the first thing is i'd take some photos and make it look half decent the first six photos and make it look half decent i would put an interesting bio i'd say i'm from australia because i want them to be i want the girls or the guys to have trigger things like, oh, foreigner from Australia, Australians are fun, cool. And it's a much easier way if I added someone on Instagram, they'd add me back. So what I do with Instagram is I would do pre-planning before I would get there. So I would be looking at the places on your map on Instagram, having a look at the hottest nightclubs, having a look where the hottest girls are, having a look where the high status men are. And again, the high status men, Uh, where the hot girls are the hot girls bring in the high status men so i would know four nightclubs where you've got to go and you have a look of like a nightclub or a a day spot or a hookah bar or you know any sort of place i would just go in the restaurant nightclub area i would use those kind of thing and i have a look and i would just start to add people add 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 add. (laughs) that's what i would do before i'd even get there so there would be at least you know if even if i added 100 people 10 people might add me back uh, you know, let's just say it'd be a lot more than that, but let's just say 10 people from there. Hey, I'm new in town. Um, where do you recommend to, uh, what's the best nightclub? What's it this? What's that? Yo, but, you know, I would just start a conversation with someone. You might get some sort of interest from there. Um, I'm planning a party. You should come. I might do those lines. I might be like, okay, well, I'm going to go hire a, a booth that might cost me, you know, like a hundred bucks or I might get, might meet people at a bar right and i'm going to in, invite as many people from rome italy that are in my demographic or that might like me you know attraction is a really really good one to network or even the dudes you're like hey bro i've got a bunch of girls that want to come you should come right it really helps when you've got cloud or status don't get me wrong if you got 40k on instagram it really really does help don't get me wrong but if you're doing it with nothing this is the way you're kind of cultivating you're doing some pre-planning work then you get there and now you're you're uh, at least kind of uh, an idea where you're, you're having to do some cold approach. You're having to start to see some people in the streets, go to those places, you go to the nightclubs, the hottest nightclubs, starting to do the procedure, like I just said. So it all comes down to the same procedure. It's like the more social you can be, you will make more connections, the more connections. You have more opportunities, more opportunities, say yes to them, you know, even to grandma's pizza, and you will start to build a social circle within that's in within five days. That's a really short amount of time. If we had six months, then you could be a little bit more picky, a bit more choosy. And um, you know, at the start, you just, you just do a couple of things. Now, if you want to, if you, if you start to have events you're running, So Taco Tuesday, Margarita Monday, if your place is open having people, start inviting, just start to invite, 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 invite out to random people. You only have to make one friend and from there you meet their friends. So everyone has 3.2 best friends, right? Roughly about that. You meet one person, you can meet four people potential because they have three. From there, they have three, you know, those three people have three people. So you've got nine different individuals and you can see how it's just like, it's like a tree branch, it cascades out. So you just have to infiltrate social circles that are built from other people, which is which is one aspect you can do. Or you find a maverick or a connector, that one person. Those people, Who have a guess, who do you think the, the connectors are in say Rome, Italy? so probably the promoters yeah good like that who else who, who else is someone that has to rely on socializing for leads in their business hmm. uh, i don't know no clue Re- real estate agents real
1: estate agents
0: yeah so now you're thinking okay like who is the real estate agents in rome italy because their job again lawyers because lawyers have to go out and do lead generation so i'm looking Mm. at industries that have to do lead generation that can't maybe do manual lead generation on instagram maybe they do but face-to-face is really really good you could look up Eventbrite. maybe there's some events maybe you pay 50 bucks to go to rome fashion week and you go talk to as many people like there's so many different strategies you can implement but uh, if, if I was to do that, it would be, it would be, um, I relied more heavily on my personality because it is a bit more extroverted. It is a bit more at, open and out there. And I, and I know I can do that um, again. I just did it from Brisbane. Like you just said, that was the funny thing. Cause I was like, oh man, he must've seen, <clears throat> I just done, <clears throat> excuse me. I just done Gold Coast. I'd built my whole circle and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Brisbane. So I did that. And then, you know, two bouts of COVID later, my whole circle kind of diminished a little bit. I was like, oh man. <laughs>
1: funny um so and and kind of like the i think the most difficult step for people is just to do that those approaches and and probably those steps are the most important yeah 100 um, yeah really That's like the kind of you you divided the social media strategy if you don't have that and the other side if you if you have that because i think for most people they don't have that social media build up and so yeah. it's it's difficult to to kind of give the advice to social media because it's so important especially now with covid and mm. and this is kind of a different uh, question <laughs> in terms of when COVID is happening would you do mm-hmm. anything different now compared to when when there's not COVID in terms of just building a social circle because people yeah, now definitely. in norway the, the clubs are closed and mm-hmm. they can't really and people are scared to touch people are scared to just say go up and say hello to someone right and so yeah. Uh, would you would you go about it differently in terms of what would the focus era be if you're in lockdown
0: yeah definitely i, th- I think um so there's a couple of things uh, uh the cult the culture of any sort of the, the european places are going to be like that for a little while just because you know how um more calm and more level-headed everyone is you know what i mean <laughs> there, there there's not too many big outliers maybe there are you know i haven't been to norway but i've been all through europe and i understood there's some outliers but not as many as like a us or an australia where they're just polar opposites of each other everyone's very very similar but so what i would do is Number one, the culture's shifted because people now look at status as an indicator of whether they want to, you know, you know, be friends with you or not. And this is a big thing that's happened. And what that means is basically when you look at someone, you judge them um, depending on who they are. So the the old the old kind of saying is like, don't judge a book by its cover. And I'm like, Well, it's actually a human trait we all do, and we can't stop it. You can't stop this. This is a biological sort of nature that we do because it's a safety mechanism you know we want to judge someone in case they were going to hurt us or not it's like fight or flight so this has got to a stage where in you know instagram was a very big propeller of this where girls were now getting dm'd by the rich celebrities you know i've had girls that i've been you know connected with and they're talking to drake and it's like Go for your life, sweet. Like, I I don't compete, you know what I mean? I compete on different levels, don't get me wrong, but in terms of, like, the rich and famous level, I don't compete, you know, so I understand that. And so these girls are now getting this influx of of validation from, you know, say, you're, you're a rich celebrity and stuff like that, and all to them, good on them, you know? I'd probably do the same thing if I was getting you know, DM'd by, you know, uh, Ariana Grande or Selena Gomez or something, I'd be the same thing, you know what I mean? But so everyone really just looks at status. So this is why this, the, the Instagram followers is a really good indicator because it's like <clears throat> now it short circuits in these girls' brains of like, oh, Um, he's got followers. He's got status. Cool. He can help me get into this place. He can, he can, uh, he can be a good friend. He can make me, you know, uh, gain more Instagram followers. And that's why it's very heavily on the status based. It's like how much value you give to the world is how much I'm going to want to talk to you or not. So if people can be like, guys, I'm getting left on scene. I'm this, I'm that. I'm like, well, you've got to kind of play it a little bit differently, you know what I mean? Because the whole culture is changing. This is Corona. It's accelerated. It. No one wants to talk sure. about this. No one wants to talk about it because it's like, oh, it doesn't exist. I, you know, And this is just a small sublet of like, you know, it doesn't happen in maybe, or oh, I don't know, Madagascar or something like that. But if I flew there, I, I could 100% see that people are looking at different people based on what they can give them. It's a very selfish thing. You know, no one wants to talk about how humans are very selfish, but it's like, you know, in the end of the day, it's a dog eat dog world, and we have to take extreme ownership. That's why books by Jocko Willing is like extreme ownership. Yep. Is is the idea that like everyone is very very much alone, and you have to be you know prepared to look after yourself. But that's a that's a um, how do you call it? That's a freeing idea. That's very freeing. So you know, if I if I was to to, to do it in lockdown. Well, not locked down in Norway. Uh, Sure. It, it makes it harder. Don't get me wrong. You have to learn how to adapt. A lot of my content recently is like learning how to adapt on different things. So your dating apps, um, Bumble's fallen through the ass, Bumble's not, you know, not as where it would be, but your Tinder and your hinge or in that equivalent in your demographic or your region um, is something that I'd be looking at just starting up, you know, and this is why good content or good photos is so beneficial because now you can use it for social media. You can use it for your LinkedIn and your, your business side. You can use it for um, your dating and it can show status. A photo can show status or, you know, in terms of show your lifestyle a little bit, that's my, maybe a better idea. So an idea would be, you know, starting to get some photos so you could be on that and then inviting people over in your, maybe you're only allowed two people, maybe you're only allowed one people. Maybe you just, you know, you, you kind of have can have some people and inviting them for things that might might not be what you think they are so when australia got really really hit the things that were working for me in terms of connecting with different people were games nights monopoly uno this that basic things that no one would really think of but your your taco tuesday or your your movie wednesday weren't working but the games were working because everyone could rationalize oh yeah i'll come over i haven't played that in so long so now you know every night of the week there would be a games night and there would be you know maybe two people who were allowed to come over two people (laughs) so two or three people would come over and now i'm starting to build that circle out in corona in COVID, meeting the more most people i've met in my entire life during the pandemic is hitting hard in Australia. And so you're like, okay, well, you know, it's very, very interesting. Now I'm looking at it that I'm like, okay, what are the things? And now it's time to, you know, actually switch on your brain a little bit and being like, okay, what are the things that I can do that are in the, in the COVID guidelines, but they're different. They're interesting. They're refreshing. They're refreshing. It's not the same thing because again, at the end of the day, even everyone in, in 2019 was over clubbing. Everyone was so over it you know, they were, they were, they were looking for a, a fresh start. So even now what's big in Brisbane and, and Gold Coast is, is house parties back mm-hmm. to where, you know, when I was a 19 year old kid, we'd have house parties. I'm now 28 turn, about to turn 28 in a couple of days. And, uh, and house parties have made a resurgence, you know, <laughs> 10 years later. And so like, they're putting Nicki Minaj on, they're putting Katy Perry from back in the day, you know, LMFAO. And it's like, it's a whole, memory kind of uh you know looking back at your time and people are loving them and so it's like oh wow that that's working you who would have ever expected that to work or you know one thing that i saw was like beach walks or like walks lots of walks like people love to freaking walk in big groups and stuff like that and so you'd hit people up and be like yo come walking and then you would still go do the activity even if they wouldn't wouldn't um wouldn't say yes or no. You know what I mean? And that was a big thing. I always liked that. I, I learned that from back in the day where it's just like, if you you say you're going to do something, say like a walk, or you're going to go to the movies or this and that, and the person that you ask doesn't want to do it still go do it yourself because it, it really tells yourself that you're, you're in your reality. You're not, you're not only doing the things based on whether this person wants to do it or not you're doing it because you want to do it and you're one of inviting other people into your reality not jumping into their reality yes, and it was sure a big party. thing yeah man it's it's you're the main character you don't want tom cruise to play it <laughs> mm,
1: for sure um and i really like just the because it's can be difficult for people to to kind of uh let's say for example in norway it, it can be yep. hard to to shift the mindset of of oh i i don't have opportunities to go out socialize and they use kind of the lockdowns as an excuse to just don't do anything and Mm -hmm. i think it's just like the game night example it's like simple steps within kind of the 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 law of of the of the restrictions of corona it's like what can you do and if it's going out for a walk if it's game night if it's just find this stuff you can do and it's, it's going to be a lot easier when Corona is finished. Then yeah. you've developed a different skill set that you can deploy after the the lockdown is finished.
0: But as you said, it's just like you don't use that as an excuse. Take action now. You know, that's number one. Like, as you said, it's, it's 100% correct. I love that.
1: Yeah it's uh, for for my sake my mindset was oh, I locked down I can't do anything and I kind of shifted and said okay, what can I do what wh- how yep. are, what are the steps I can and how can I adapt to the situation and it's yeah I 100%. think it's a lot different a friend of mine he was just in Miami and I I've, I've seen differences in how Norway and, 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 <laughs> and Miami yeah 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 it's yeah, a 100%. lot of yeah yeah. So it's, 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 um, I would like to go to Miami for sure. Um, oh, 100%. <laughs> um, I would say also I, your previous mentor, I don't know if people know him. Uh, he's the Owen cook. He's the number one, I think, social dynamics coach in, in the world. Um, people should definitely check him out if they haven't. Um, but can you kind of, Give because it's we've been going on for a while, but kind of give some yeah. in terms of just this the the say uh, three most important lessons you you learn from him in terms of just and what he kind of helped you with.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if I will give some context, so Owen was a uh, was the the owner. He had a company called real social dynamics and, and, and basically it taught people how to do social skills. And he was the one that I found the video on that saved my life. You know, other than that, if anyone wants to hear the story, they can, but basically I was about to commit suicide. Um, I had all the pills laid out and, um, and Owen's video came on YouTube, saved my life. I put all the pills back. And three, three weeks later of binging his content, I was able to. And that was the guy that ended up taking me on as an uh, assistant. And not, not a lot of people know that story. So basically, I flew to Miami on a whim that I was going to ask Owen Cook a question if I could be his assistant and I could learn social skills because I'd come from such a low down place that no one was going to outwork me. No one was going to out know anything about the company and social skills because I devoted my whole life to it. in a rain, hail, or shine, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I'll give an example. I used to play the videos that they had put online, the free videos under my pillow just to get those eight hours I was missing out on on, on content. to hit to my subconscious and it would just be 24 hours a day. I'm sure the people around me, like Jesus Christ, this guy's insane. It was just like, I have a very um, uh, obsessive com- like personality. So when I find something, I just, I want to know every single You're you also
1: kind of desperate, right? You were talking about like in this suicide. Yeah. yeah. And and I think that really cultivated the, the need to, to change.
0: hundred percent that, that uh, we, we call it the, I call it a catalyst. So basically it was a moment in my life that I feel like destiny pushed me a certain way that it wasn't, it was like a predetermined uh, environment that I found myself in. And uh, I got to that fuck it moment. I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna try this out. You know what I mean? I traced everything back to that moment. That was the moment that I was just like, oh man, my whole life changed that moment. And um, so basically when I when I asked Owen, he said yes. And and um, I ended up becoming an assistant and uh, I, he's, he's protege. He's like, you know, it was someone, I was just learning social skills, basically. I was just learning. I wanted to learn as much as I could. And um, back in the day, it was very much heavily based in dating. Now it is very much heavily based. What I teach in networking and being able to connect with high status individuals, celebrities, and and sort of you know people that that you might look at and be like, oh damn, I want to get to know those people. that have that cool lifestyle. So back in the day, it was more heavily you know based in the in the you'd learn the lessons in the dating. And so what I was doing was was just mentoring and shadowing him, you know, uh, just being a mentee. I think you know the three things that I would say. I'll give you, I won't give you them, but I'll give you stories because I think stories illustrate so much better, you know, so I'll give you an example. So they used to do free talks and free, free things all around the world that you, I'm sure you're aware of. And those free talks, there'd be somewhere between, you know, a hundred to a thousand people. And, uh, so I get, I get to, I get to, uh, Los Angeles as my first time in LA. And I'm like, yo, this is so crazy. I was like, yeah, man, let's go. Let's go to, uh, uh, earth cafe and let's do this and that. And I was sleeping on the floor and I remember it very vividly. Cause I was woken up by his kids smashing like Tonka trucks in my face and stuff. I was just like, I was sleeping on the editing floor and the kids came in and played cars. And I was like, oh God. And then that day we drove to Portland, uh, Oregon, which is up up and uh so uh, i didn't have much sleep and i'm like oh man and you guys and then we get to the seminar and he, and he goes, just, just do 10 minutes of speaking. And I never public speak before in my life. I'm a kid that like 12 months ago was like about to kill himself. And now 12 months later, I'm speaking in front of people about what I've done the last 12 months. And I'm like shitting bricks still. I'm like, oh my God. And so basically I'm like, okay, I'll do 10 minutes. And I'm like, hey guys, I'm Sam, blah, blah, blah. And there's probably like a hundred people in the crowd. They're all just like blank face staring at me and I'm they don't know who I am. So I have to kind of prove who I am and talk about it. And, um, and I'm like, man, I'm just talking, I'm starting to riff it and this and that. And, and I realized that it, it had been four hours and he hadn't come back and I was still talking. And uh, he did that as a test. He basically pushed me in the deep end. And, uh, and it was one of the things that he did that really, really spoke to me. It was just like, you're more ready than you think you are at a lot yeah. of things that you do. And so that 10 minutes, it was just like, yeah, I'll be back in 10 minutes. And I remember it. Cause I was like, Oh, okay. 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Put a timer on it. Four <laughs> hours later. I remember it was like seven o'clock. And then that's 11 crazy. or 11 or 12, he came back and I'm just like, Oh man. And um, yeah, that, that was a, that was a lesson that yeah. I was just like, Oh man, like he, he tested me a lot in those kind of things. He tested me a lot where that that's what you want a mentor to do test you. Mm-hmm. There's like a, a different paradigm to what you're get, getting given um you know a set of instructions and really they want you to do something different see how your your mind works and stuff there's some crazy things but so so i was kind of that that was one of the things that i learned you know it's just like you're more really like that Uh, yeah it's it's, it's kind of like
1: you're 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 you shouldn't wait until you're ready to kind of do something and also you you can push yourself a lot further especially when a coach can see you and, and yeah, I really like that. And probably that was a, you kind of changed the beliefs on, okay, what can I do? And what can I accomplish after you're like, you were supposed to give a 10 minutes, cover a, a talk Speech, and, then yeah. came, and then it turned into four hours. And I think this applies to, for a lot of people, it's like, they, they think that they can do, do a certain thing or a, they can't do it or can't get that grade or that job. But then yeah. if they get someone to, to kind of help them, they realize mm-hmm. that there's more to it. And because uh, I, I and for my sake, it's also like I for so long, I kind of waited until I was ready to do something. Yeah. Uh, if it was something I was wanted to pursue or something I wanted to do. I, mm. I I was kind of like waiting to. It was, for example, with working out. I, I remember yeah. like when I was, I would like say, 17, 18. I was like yeah. sitting in my bed and looking up motivation talks, and I, I was kind of like waiting until I got that motivation, and then I could work out. And and I really like that. You should like you shouldn't wait. You should just do it, and and kind of ha- have someone help you uh, push your boundaries for sure.
0: Yeah, there's there's no perfect moment. Doesn't exist. You yeah. know whether that's talking to someone that you're attracted to, whether that's connecting with someone, whether that's gym, whether that's you know public speaking in front of a hundred people. It doesn't matter. You, you know, there's only there's only the now, the moment now, and and you see how you do. You single swim basically. That's why they we have a terminology is basically put the throw throw. They talk about like um how to teach a kid to swim is throw them in the deep end and then from there yeah. obviously you're looking on them, but uh you learn you learn how they handle what's going on, you know, a little bit, you see that. And then I actually did some study of like how kids, uh, how they do, you know, swim training and stuff like that. And a lot of time that the instructors don't freak out they let the kid figure out his bearings and stuff like that. And it's very interesting. Um, the second thing it goes into would be uh, a work ethic. So I remember, um, I actually, actually, I told someone else that was coming on the, on the, um, the company at the time, this is back in 2015, 2016, that uh, he didn't know what hard work was. You don't know what hard work was. And, And so basically what I understood was a lot of people think that their eight hours a day is working and that they're happy with that and they're content with that. And they don't they don't really know what working is. And and I found out what working is, especially when you're cracking 46 hours and you're still awake and you haven't slept and you're just completely exhausted and you've had to still go on because we realize we've lost footage and we need to make a, a video for that city. And so you're completely emotionally drained and you 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 tap into different resources, you tap into different energies you've had. I remember, you know, just just constantly just being underslept and knowing that you've got energy reserves within you, you know, like that David Goggins, you're only 40% there. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, um, when you feel like you're at the end and that, that's really something that, I, that I've uh, cultivated again too. You know, I've taken that lesson where I was pushed to utter physical exhaustion from being tired, but still being able to perform, still being able to find those reserved uh, energy sources and be able to commit. Because after eight hours, like eight hours you're warming up into work you know, and I, I don't promote hustle culture. You know what I mean? I promote smart working, but again, eight hours, it's like, you know, they really shouldn't, you know, if you want to get to your goals there, there's really not a turn off for them. It's just like, you just keep learning. You should keep getting better. If you've got a nine to five and you have a side hustle, sweet. You got 8am to 5, 30 6pm. Perfect. Have a shower, go to the gym, 8pm to 12. Boom. There you go. Four hours. You can work on your side hustle, you know? So a lot of people, they they, they feel especially with now they're finding that they're eight hours at work is now six at home because they're like, Oh, so many less distractions. You know what I mean? But it's now that they can work on something else. I think, I think a lot of people, are, um, you know, it's very, I, I, I like entrepreneurship. I like doing something for yourself because you can always chip away at it every day. So Owen, Owen definitely showed me hard work. What hard, hard work was being completely yeah. depleted at the end of it. And then uh, the third one, I've never been asked this question. So I'm not, not, not like uh, I'm yeah. thinking on the spot. But I think that's 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 something you know. It's a really really good thing. I don't know what to say on the third one, and so I really allow. No, I really allow my body to feel it i don't try to speed ahead and this is what people can have in conversations and the more that i feel into the mind body the more i feel present the more i learn how i don't freak out when i don't have anything to say i just relax a little bit more and so now that there's a third one right now and that's the art that owen taught me how to do this um this idea of speaking just public speaking being able to speak content and being able to speak uh proficiently you know being able to say the correct words being able to articulate just based on the fact that it's not that you you have a script or anything like that it's the uh, the idea of learning how to relax your body and let the words bubble up and let the ideas come through and not be so kind of rigid in the way you talk. I know I see a lot of guys and they do YouTube videos or TikToks and stuff like that. And I'll do it like a hundred times. And mm. he taught me the art of being able to do one take real quick, speaking your mind. And that's helped me in so many different ways. It's helped me in, in terms of this podcast, like nothing of this has been scripted. Yeah. I'm pulling things out of my eyes just because I'm being present. I'm being very still and being very grounded, which you've probably found the more that you've podcast, the better speaking ability you've had, the better you're able to articulate your thoughts just by talking more. And that's sure. a crazy thing. And so he definitely showed me that and definitely, you know, my, my communication skills, obviously, you know, he was teaching communication skills. So they definitely improved when I was around him. You know, it's, it's, a,
1: it's a crazy thing with the kind of communication and when you practice mm-hmm. it, because it's so different, it's kind of like the more you like go of trying to say the perfect thing. And the more you're in your body, like the words just come out more easily. And he talks about 100%. the concept of kind of like channeling that energy. Yes. this is some voodoo kind of things but i, yeah, I yeah. totally agree it's like you're channeling the, and you're just completely letting go and letting and you're almost surprised by what you're gonna say and mm-hmm. yeah the more i podcast i've i really seen that difference and i can really see it in you and 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 i don't I think people realize the work it takes to kind of get there because it's like it's like how many talks how many approaches how how just how much stuff you've worked on to kind of get to that place because it it looks so easy like with everything it's like yeah it looks easy but it's just try it out for yourself and then you can see if it's it's easier or not yeah for sure
0: yeah man yeah like put the camera on see how natural you are you know in front of a camera and how articulate you are again i was never like this i was never i was never someone that was very talkative i was very shy as a kid i wasn't you know i didn't learn this and so you know, in fact, it's, it's a weird kind of concept. It's not that you're learning things and you're becoming this person, but you're actually like stripping away different things. You're stripping away filters, being able to talk. One of the things um, that people find I I give an exercise where I I get people to go in their car, don't have music on and talk for the whole journey to the end of the, the trip. Right. It's a crazy kind of uh, exercise to do. People if they listen to this and do it tomorrow or today we will notice how bloody hard it is and how just even after a minute, they just don't want to do it. They And they start, start, start saying random things and just start talking. And then they realize, oh, they're stripping away the filter. They're stripping away the idea that like what I have to say has to be structured and it has to be all this. And then they start just like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then I got the traffic light and then I got this and then I got the car. Oh my God, it's a red car. And they start to Un, like start to get rid of the filters and start to actually be free mm. and talk and then when they go to the end of it you ever come off a treadmill and you've been walking or running and you have that feeling like you want to keep going yeah you want to go that's yeah. what people will have you know they'll, they'll they'll drive for like 15 minutes and they'll talk the whole time don't stop just just talk whatever comes to your mind just blah blah blah, blah. and then at the end of 15 minutes you'll notice that you just want to keep talking that's kind of like what work. you
1: did with the talk with the with the 10 minutes until four hours for sure yeah, really yeah. You,
0: you start well. you have to. That's the only thing. You don't get any dialect back. So you just and you're just like, well, and it just mm. comes out. And then you can put yourself in that momentum where it is coming out more. Yeah, you and, know. It, and
1: it's a different thing when you don't get that social feedback because you always have to yes. kind of cultivate that because it's in social dynamics. It's like you always have someone you can kind of spar with. But then when, yes. when you're with your camera or when you're at the talk, you don't really get mm. that. And so you really have yeah. to bring that energy from yourself. And kind of see what comes up. Yeah, that's yeah. Put
0: put yourself, as you said, put yourself in that that state, that trance of like, you know, oh, it is going out to millions, but I can't see millions of people. Like, oh my god, you know what I mean. So you have to really cultivate that within yourself and be like, you know, what I'm just going to give the best I've got. You know, for me, almost sometimes I always think about like that too with cameras. I'm like, I'm going to give it for me. Do I like it? Do I feel like it's my best work? Sometimes yeah Yeah. and
1: I and I really encourage people to kind of just learn communication skills and social skills because you use it so much and especially what you teach is like you with if it's career if it's with friends if it's with relationships And, and and I really just encourage people to get a coach like yourself because it's like you you this these skills you're gonna get to use in in your entire life and and so and you're gonna get so much benefit and it's gonna be so much easier to just get results and so
0: i was trying to think of of an idea sorry bro i was trying to think of an idea where it was like i was trying to think of like a a thing where people don't have to communicate as you said like everyone communicates i was just like man it was really really hard i was like i'm like i'm really trying to see a thing i'm like stock trading maybe but I was just like, even that you're like, you're like, you can talk with people and I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh man, I think everything is all communication. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's, like, it's like, it's the fundamental thing. Like, you know, what you're doing right now. Mm, for sure.
1: And it's, and I, because it's like you were talking about, it's, it's not all, all people have that motivation or that kind of urgency to kind of learn these things. But I think just showing how important it is can really help to kind of give that or help them get that the drive to start learning these things and maybe going out and do, do socializing um because oh, it's 100%. it's very different with kind of i would say like you're talking about your life changed in a moment and you decide yep. that okay now i'm gonna i'm gonna change and i really believe that i think tony robbins talks about how your entire life's changed with uh in a moment or in a decision and yeah, yes. um yeah and i and i really believe that and i so uh, I think people should just cultivate that that drive, or or to really just and understand how important it is to to start the process of just learning communication skills and yeah, going out. Um, so I mean, it's everything. The last question is kind of random. I just had yeah. it in there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I just I, I thought about I I it came up on social media, I think on Instagram or something. And I just yeah, yeah. and I thought about it, and I was like, okay, would I so here's the question. Would you have a one minute conversation with your old self or your future self?
0: Yeah, right. I actually heard this, this question the other day. That's a really, really, that's really funny. I was like, Oh, I wonder what I would do. Yeah. And I didn't even think of it again. So now you're saying it, so I'm getting caught out because I don't know. Um, okay. So one minute conversation with myself prior. Um, I'm a very future projector. So I like to think about the future a lot. I'm, I'm massively in the future. Um, so from an egotistical side, I wouldn't want to know so I could take more advantage of the future. But then again, I'm very big on, on time travel. My favorite movie is Back to the Future. I love time travel. And so the idea that, you know, Marty has gone back and had a conversation with his old self in Back to the Future. He went back in time in 1951 or 1957, I think. I can't remember. But I think... Um, that would help me in terms of my marketing for sure, yeah. of what I do, because I was able to talk to my old self and and hear some things. But you know, it's a it's a really really funny question. Um, and it would it would definitely come down to it would probably be my old self in terms of it gives me a refreshing or a humbling experience. Um, yeah. because you know, looking back, you know, if your future you looked at the future and you had all the assets and you had all the things you want and you were successful, would you pursue the journey any any more? Or would you know, I'm already going to get it where where keeping that future where it's like unpredictable is the thing that keeps me motivated sometimes not knowing the future, not knowing the kind of things. And so I would definitely probably go my my previous self just to just to have that humbling uh, mm. experience again of where I've come from. Yeah, uh, so that's a really good question. I like that one. Yeah, it just it's completely off topic with just
1: social circles and everything. But I, I just, <coughs> I, yeah, it's it, I thought about it. And it was like, would I talk to the future self or the old self? And uh, and because like the future self, you can kind of see the direction you're going and kind of get the advice. <laughs> but the, when you're talking to the old self, you're kind of giving almost like comfort or like it's gonna be okay, kind of. So yeah, for yes, it, my sake, also it, I would. What, what would you? What would you do? I think uh, the old self. Uh, I I it's it's kind of tricky because you always uh, you all 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 also have to also want to kind of talk to the future self and kind of yeah. hear oh, what direction and what's the purpose and and everything but i yeah if if i had to choose i i would say the old self for sure
0: yeah crazy crazy kind of experience especially you know it's like well it's it, it, it's funny because you know if we really go deep on that topic it's like you do interact with your old self this is a really off the wall topic but when you do like healing work or trauma work you're looking back at the past and rehealing those moments and i and i really believe if you know anything about kind of like field reports or writing about journaling you realize that you experience the day and then you experience again Uh, When you're journaling it, and then six months later, when you read that day that you journaled, you re-experience it again. So you have three sort of three things that you experience in in one you know uh, instance. So a lot of the time, when you can look, you can actually change the past by looking back at it and re-kind of changing the way that situations affected you. That's a really really good thing. I don't know if you can do that in the future, but I know in the past you can actually change the past by trauma. You know, releasing the traumas that might have caused you a few things and this and that but yeah, I, 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 um, in the future, I don't
1: know. Crazy yeah, I, question. Yeah. But I, it's like, I I've also gone deep into kind of like the letting go of trauma and everything. And I think you know, people don't really see the practical utility of doing it. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's crazy how you can change your relationship to your past and kind of the labels you put on, uh, certain experiences. Yeah. yeah. It for sure helps. Um, Yeah, I think we can sum it up there. Um, Where can people find you? And yeah, what, what are these socials?
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Everyone can find me at Sam Matheson too which is basically, I feel like I did that, like I did that year ago, put the two there and then all these OnlyFans girls get their accounts taken down. And now it's like Stacey Joy 2.0 and <laughs> this and that. I'm like, oh man, I'm like, God, are they going to think I am? But yeah, Sam Matheson too. So S-A-M-M-A-T-H-E-S-O-N. You can find me on YouTube, Sam Matheson. Basically, if you type in Sam Matheson anywhere, I I will come up a uh, good old Scottish last name. But yeah, man, thank you very much for having me. Thank you for being able to experience and and share you Know socializing and social skill building in 2022, it's it's one of the most important things, you know, as we've we've deeply discussed. It's like, yeah. man, every single thing is cultivating, you know, social skills, whether it's talking to that boss, you want that pay rise, man. Better social skills, you'd be able to be a bit more like kind of dominating and be like, oh, I'm the best salesman here, you know, I'm this, I'm that. Um, and, and you can kind of get that pay rise. Where if you didn't have the communication skills or the ability to kind of leverage You know, the emotions that you're feeling and be a bit more emotionally shut off when you're asking for money or kind of you're talking to someone you're attracted to. It's just, I mean, it it comes down to being your ability to be able to communicate effectively and, and convey your point or convey a kind of an energy or convey an emotion that you want to convey to that person, whether it's attraction, whether it's social circle building you know, maybe it's your, your boss, or maybe it's your mom and dad, even though I know my social skills, I've improved my relationships with my mom and dad, you know, tremendously just by, just by learning the art of talking. But uh, it's the one thing we t- we're taught English in school, we're not taught how to communicate and socialize. And and what actually happens, the funny thing about school is that the, the communication socializing is actually in school, but it's, it's quote unquote frowned upon, like, don't talk to him, don't talk to him in, in school. Mm. And that's where the social, it should be definitely, definitely taught a lot more, you know, recess and lunch is where, yeah, yeah. hundred percent recess and lunch is the actual areas in, in, in terms of where kids are actually developing this sort of area without a curriculum or anything like that. So I definitely recommend everyone to have a curriculum so they can learn, you know, if, yeah. as you said, find that mentor. And, so that I, can actually... and have
1: a process and I have a coach to kind of help you just because it's like, you should yeah. have that teacher to like, like with the classroom, you should have that teacher to learn those communication skills. Uh, like you didn't have 100%. and i yeah uh, it's so powerful and especially now with corona and lockdown i think this is so beneficial for so many people uh and yeah, i would man. highly recommend if you guys the people listening want to develop relationships if they want to cultivate those communication skills if they want to build that social circle you should definitely check sam matheson out all right I thank you so much it, for coming on um Have an amazing day, everyone listening, and I'll talk to you next episode. Bye-bye.